selling your future to pay for your present on today's episode. Today's episode is brought to you by SEM Rush. Started in 2008 with one mission, to make online competition fair and transparent with equal opportunities for all. To find out how SEM Rush can help you compete with the big boys, go to servenomaster.com backslash SEM Rush today. Are you tired of dealing with your boss? Do you feel underpaid and underappreciated? If you want to make it online, fire your boss and start living your retirement dreams now. Then you've come to the right place. Welcome to Serve No Master Podcast, where you'll learn how to open new revenue streams and make money while you sleep. Presented live from a tropical island in the South Pacific by best-selling author Jonathan Green. Now, here's your host. The first day of college, walking through the halls near the main food hall, the main social area of the campus, I noticed several tables set up designed to help college students fund the college experience by giving them credit cards. One of the great tragedies and one of my greatest regrets about the American educational system is that we don't teach people how money works. Most people have no idea how banks work, how credit cards work, the difference between APR and APY, and I know this because I didn't learn any of these things. I didn't learn them in high school, I didn't learn them in college. Finally, I had to start asking people around me what they meant. No one really understands what a credit score means until they want to buy a house or a car or start a business. All of these numbers in our society determine what your life is worth, and we don't know what they mean. We don't get any education. All of these students around me signed up for credit cards, and they give you a small limit, like a little bit of a taste. You know, the first taste is small, then bigger and bigger. And before you know it, you graduate college owing thousands of dollars at these massive interest rates. Some credit cards... 27.99% or higher, you end up paying more in interest than you ever did for the original purchase. 50, 60, 70, and 100 years ago, before the invention of the credit card in the early 1900s, we were one of the most powerful economic nations in the world. The United States was so powerful because everyone had a savings. Everyone had money stored up in the banks and they were always ahead. When you wanted something, you used a layaway program. You paid for it in advance, making payment after payment after payment, and only when you made the final payment did you get the item you wanted. This approach is the opposite of what we do now. Now, we spend more than it costs, but we don't pay until after we get the pleasure. Most people, nearly every single person listening to this episode, I bet, if you look at your credit card balance right now and you have some debt, you can't even remember what you bought with that money. The memory of the pleasure is gone. We're right now paying personal taxes for decisions we made when we were younger, and it's brutal. When I used to work for one of the largest computer companies in the world in my early 20s, we would sell people computers and we would convince them to finance through us. Many people would get a $1,500 credit limit at that 27.99%. That's why I remember that number so well. If you make the minimum monthly payment, it takes 24 years to pay off that computer. 24 years. When I think about the computers that existed 24 years ago, I remember very specifically what they were like. This is before there were modems. If you wanted to connect to the internet, you connected a phone to your computer and then you lifted it up and set down the phone receiver on top of a connector. And the phone would make beeping noises to send signals through. That's how slow the technology was. Most people don't even remember that phase of the technology. Hard drives had just been invented. It's such 
a different world now. The color monitor wasn't around yet. Let alone flat screen, don't even joke. You were lucky if you could get a monitor that could display black and then shades of orange. A really good monitor could display four different shades of orange. Can you imagine if you still had that computer sitting in your house? No software works on it, doesn't have a hard drive. The disks it takes no longer exist. They've been discontinued for decades and you're still making those payments. That's the punishment and the mistake that we make. And sometimes it seems like there's no way to escape. As much as I talk about financial freedom and taking control of your destiny and making money, it's time to admit that some mistakes in our past catch up with us. And part of the program, part of what I teach here at Serve No Master, and part of what I believe in is to really help you escape from debt and take total and complete control of your financial destiny. I know most people aren't starting out at zero. Most of us already owe some money. And the first step is really to get to the point where we're making more money than we're spending so we can start pushing the debt down instead of letting it slowly, slowly grow. One of the biggest causes of people getting trapped in my industry and in everywhere else starts with shiny object syndrome. You know I've talked about it before in the past. I talk about it in my books. We jump from idea to idea, project to project. I suffer from the same thing. I have to constantly tell myself, minimize don't do too many projects. Don't go into too many different areas. Don't overextend yourself because it's tempting. We see these really great opportunities. We want to jump on board, jump on board, jump on board. Facebook ads sounds amazing. Google ads sounds amazing. Learning how to do my own podcast sounds amazing. Learning how to run Facebook ads to a podcast sounds even better. Then I'm going to learn how to build a blog on top of that. Then I'm going to move into all these different things. There's so many different ways to make money online. I can tell you right now, there's thousands of ways to make money online that work. You can get into Forex. I get approached with Forex opportunities all the time, foreign exchange. I don't do it because I don't know how it works. When you start jumping from idea to idea, you spend money for the course, you buy some of the software, you buy some of the tech, and it starts to add up without you realizing it. Even though my entire business is digital, there's some overhead. It's not zero. I do a lot to try and lower it, but I have some expensive software running throughout my business. Some of the tools are yearly. Grammarly, which I've mentioned before, that's $100 a year. Simple tool right now. I just changed hosting providers. I paid three years in advance for my last host. Three years in advance, the entire Servo Master website went down. The entire members area crashed over the weekend. I had to switch to a new host, $25 a month. These little nickels and dimes add up. Certain pieces of software, my hosting software for this very podcast, the company that handles the delivery of the audio file, which is very, very important, paying them 30 or $40 a month. I can't remember. I had to jump up packages last month. I was at 20. I think I'm at 30 or 40 now. These little things start to add up. And when you jump from idea to idea, you don't realize how much money you leave behind you. I have a friend who spent over $65,000 on self-development products, an entire second bedroom in his house. I wish I'd taken a picture. It was so shocking to me the first time I saw it. Most of it's still in the cellophane, all these DVDs and books and all these amazing things, all this content. We can't absorb information that fast. We get involved in a project and then we have a way of magnifying the problem. We start off with shiny object syndrome and then we have double down syndrome, which is where we throw more money at a project that's not working or spend more money on something that we shouldn't. We keep going down the path that we shouldn't go down. This is how people behave in Las Vegas. People are very cautious and very strategic when they bet when they're winning. But when they're losing, each bet is an attempt to recover their loss. 
I'm a very, very cautious gambler. You'll never see anyone more serious when they gamble than me. I only play craps because that's the game where the odds are the best for the players. Your odds of winning are 49%. You're still gonna lose. The house always wins every game, but you lose the least. I've never lost any money playing the game. And in fact, until the last time I played, I'd won every single time I played. But you have to play for hours and you have to play so slowly. If I play for two or four hours, I'll turn $200 into $400 with very small bets. That's really, really hard work with a lot of stress and a lot of sweating. And even with all of my strategy, all of my caution, at best, my best day, I'm making $50 an hour. And it's so much work. Gambling's not really my forte. This is not an advertiser for gambling. I haven't been in a casino in years and years. But for a while, I went to a lot of conferences in Las Vegas for a couple of years all the time. And so I found one game that I could play where I could really control the losses. Most of the other games are so rigged against you, you have no chance. And I see people, even at craps, where I'm very strategic, I control every number, I'm watching the statistics. The people around me, when they start losing, increase their bets. Instead of just trying to make a little money, they're trying to get back to zero. And when we're down, we start making bigger and bigger high-risk decisions that can really squeeze us. We go double down. Oh, I've really got to make a difference. i got to go big. This is something I encounter a lot with new coaching students. For anyone who wants to enter my coaching program, there's always a phone call to get to know each other first. And lately, I've spoken to some people that do not have the money. They mention taking out a second credit card, taking out another credit card, getting a brand new credit card just to pay me. They mention borrowing money from friends to pay me. If you don't have a job, do not buy something from me. I appreciate that you want to do that, but that's not the path I want to take you down. Please, please use the material from my blog posts from this podcast. You can make enough money to pay me. If you listen to this podcast, follow my system for writing articles. Just learn the basics of blog writing. I have a, so many links on my website showing you where you can start and where you can go without paying me a penny. You can make $1,000 working one hour a day in the next six weeks easily. Probably do it in the next four weeks if you take it seriously. And then you've got plenty of money to start spending in other areas. There are two ways to start a new business. The first way is the most common way, which is to start from debt, to grow from debt. We borrow money to start a company from a family member. When we want to grow to another phase, we go to an investor. I watch all of those TV shows. If there's a show about investors... I watch it. That's the only type of television that really fascinates me. I like to look at these different businesses and I observe this business model that's all about growing from debt. How much money do you have left on your credit card? Perfect. That's how much it costs to get into this sector. That mindset is a great way to kickstart a business that dies within two or three years and ends with a bankruptcy. Most new businesses fail. Every year, I just learned the statistic last night and I forgot it. It's either 6,000 or 60,000 new bars and restaurants open up, and the majority of them close within three years. I know exactly why most of those businesses fail. I know the exact factors that go into it. Very expensive to build a restaurant, great deal of overhead to run it every month, and the best restaurants in the world are looking at 5% a year profits. You spend a million dollars, you make $50,000 in profit. No thanks. I don't want to be in that tough of a business. When you look at most businesses that are built around starting with debt, they fail for that reason. I don't want you to learn that path and you've probably come up that path and you've probably been tempted to buy something from me or something from someone else that when you can't really afford it. And I don't want you to do it. You don't have to do that. You can get into my elite programs 
simply by developing a relationship for, with me. I pay attention to the people that help me out in different ways. I pay attention to people that leave me really nice reviews on Amazon, leave me really good reviews for this podcast. I pay attention to people that email me, offering to do cool things for me. If you look at the Amazon page for Serve No Master right now, there's a video review from one awesome guy in the UK and another amazing listener drew a picture of a robot holding the Serve No Master book in his hands. And both those pictures, the picture and the video, are now on the Amazon page and the reviews for that book. It means a lot to me. They went the extra mile. If you're listening to this and you wish you could get access to me, you wish you could get invited into some of my higher level programs, I can tell you right now that people that leave me video reviews often start getting access to more and more expensive programs without paying me a penny. If you demonstrate that you're someone who will write me reviews and leave me video reviews and help me grow my business, then I'm glad to share review copies of things to help me grow and help you grow. It becomes a two-way street. That's an exchange of value. There's a big difference between asking for a free copy and sending me a sob story and taking action first, sending me links saying, I recorded a video, I posted a video review on my blog, I posted a review on Goodreads, I posted a video review on Amazon. I wanna post other videos. If you give me access to your other products, I'll continue to do the same thing. Now you've given me value first, you've demonstrated something. This principle works with anyone, not just me. But the way to my heart is to show me that you're serious. Reviews are gold in my business and in anyone's business. Honest feedback is so valuable. It helps me grow and develop. These behaviors allow you to bypass this grow from debt temptation. I want you to learn the principle. And if you learn it now, you will change your life. And if you pass this lesson on to your children, you will change their lives. Grow from profits, not debt. Phase one of any business idea is raise the funds yourself. Take on a second job. Start doing something you don't really want to do. Take a couple of ghostwriting gigs to make enough money to fund phase two. That's fine. That's something I totally believe in and that's how I've always built my businesses. When you do that, suddenly you have total control. Number one, you own 100% of your business. You never have to go to investors, outside investors, asking them for help or ask them to save your business. You're not on TV crying because your business is about to die and your family's in trouble and you're afraid you're going to lose your house. You never end up in that situation because you're always ahead of the banks instead of behind them. When we invest early, when we spend from credit cards, we spend $10 today, we end up paying $11, $12, or $13 later. Most people, when they graduate from college, owe tens of thousands of dollars, and many people right now in America, even in their 50s, still owe part of that student debt. I recently saw this television show about they were talking about, and one of those investing shows, about a new product someone had developed. I've seen several of these that are about crowdfunding for college education. And it breaks my heart because a college education is worth so little these days. The value is dropping precipitously. And the price, it's so expensive. And when you look at any other country around the world that have tier one educational institutions, they charge 5% of what American schools do. I went to the United Kingdom to get my master's degree at one of the best universities in the world, in London, living in London, okay? The capital of the very country that founded and used to own the United States. It took me nine months to get my master's from a university on the same tier as Harvard. International scale, exact same bandwidth. My total cost for tuition was $10,000. And they were charging me the foreigner's rate. 
the English students couldn't believe I paid that much. For them, it was $3,000. I was paying triple to get the exact same degree from Harvard would have cost $100,000 and taken two years of my life. There is no difference to any employer looking at my resume. In fact, when people see I have an international degree, most people in America see it as more valuable than a domestic degree. Faster, less money. We overpay because we don't understand the value of things. A college education is not worth $200,000. Unless you want to go into a very specific field that requires an education, 99% of what you learn at college is worthless. I can tell you right now, everything in my business I learned at high school. I went to a very advanced high school, a very serious college prep high school that was more advanced than my college. When I went to university, I already knew everything. They didn't teach me anything new. I was simply repeating what I'd already learned in high school. I discovered that you learn all of this stuff and you go to college and they say, when you graduate, everyone gets a job. And then I graduate, I said, can I get help getting a job? And they didn't reply to my emails. My school never helped me. They never helped me once. They never threw one single inch of help towards me as far as building my career, finding a job. All of those promises turned to dust as soon as I made the last payment. I was very lucky with my approach to college. I was very lucky, I worked hard, I got a scholarship, I graduated in three years instead of four, I did everything I could to minimize the cost of my college experience. Still not worth it. I can't think of a single thing that I learned in college that I use in my business, nothing. Even my master's. The only thing I use for master's is talking about it in these podcasts and things like that. It's, I don't I get direct value from it because I left that industry, I don't teach anymore. We end up in this cycle of debt. We're trained to go into debt to start our lives. We train our children, go to college, take on a massive debt load, borrow as much money as you can, and then start your life. And people start out at 21, 22, owing 100 or $200,000 or $50,000 if they're lucky. They start off owing huge amounts of money. And this is why so many people work into their 60s, 70s, and 80s. There are so many people of my generation and the generation right before mine that are depending on Social Security to take care of them. I have a neighbor right now. He just hit Social Security age, so he's retiring. And I think he, the amount of money is so small. He has to live so frugally because he doesn't have a secondary plan. He has to actually take another job. He's going to learn how to write blog posts for me and go into that business so he can make an extra $1,000 a month working a few hours a day. The very thing I'm teaching you about, my neighbor needs to learn because he thought Social Security would be there for him, and it won't. Depending on anyone else to take care of you in your old age is a recipe for disaster. There's nothing worse than discovering that you're trapped, that you're trapped in this financial cycle, that you started your projects from debt, that your debt continued to grow as you jump from idea to idea, that you jump from business project to business project. As you get older, it gets bleaker and bleaker. The world turns from color into black and white. And I've been down that road, okay? I know what it's like to owe money. I know what it's like to be broke. When I was in my early 20s, I had no money for seven days straight. I didn't have enough money for any food. I didn't eat for seven days in a row. It's one of the most intense experiences of my life. I was so lucky that after seven days, I finally got some money in my hands. I know what it's like to be squeezed against the wall. I have two young children now. I know exactly what it's like to fear for their future. And sometimes it feels like there's no one on your side. And now that we're deeper into this program, and now that you've been in it for a while, you've listened to a couple of episodes at least, we're deep into the 30s for our episodes, I want you to understand that this is a two-way street. If you follow my path, I will help you. If you want freedom, I will guide you. 
I don't need to sell you anything to help you succeed. I do not want to sell you something until I've made you money. I will say this over and over again. Let me make you money before you buy a course from me. Let me make you money so you fund that first purchase from the profits. That's the reason in the back of the Serve No Master book, I have two little promotions, two affiliate links that immediately pay you $5 when you sign up for them. They're the only things I know that pay the affiliate and the person signing up quickly. And I use both of those programs. That's actually how I run my savings account and one of my investment accounts for my kids through those two programs. They're things I really use every single day. They're a big part of my life. I only recommend things that I really use. I'm always looking for ways to help you out. So if you pay the $7 for my book or if you buy it through Kindle Unlimited and you get it for free and you're paying that $10 a month thing, either way, I want you to earn back that money. When you look at every expense as a business expense, when you decide you will only spend money from profits, everything changes. Suddenly, retirement becomes a possibility. Suddenly, you're no longer trapped. Suddenly, there's a path out. You might be very deep in debt right now and feel really scared. And I'm not an expert in debt relief, but I am an expert in helping you to open new revenue streams that will begin to lessen that pressure and get to the point where your debt is decreasing rather than increasing. It's time for us together to work together to escape from prison, to develop a plan to get you out of there, to break through. And phase one is understanding this core principle of my business, my life, and absorbing this principle into your life. Anything you spend on building this new business, whether it's buying a book, listening to this episode of the podcast, or anything else, any coaching you buy, any other courses you've ever bought, those are now all business expenses. And from now on, you only spend from profits. You do not buy another course until you make money. You don't need to buy anything else. I give away gold on my website. You can learn to resell SEO from my website. You can learn to make money as a copywriter without spending a penny from my website. And you can learn to make money writing blog posts on my website without spending any money. And they're also in previous episodes. I also explain each of these business models in previous podcast episodes. And I'm going to continue to show you business models that are level one. These are business models that are for beginners online. Phase one is to get to making a few hundred extra bucks a month, then a few thousand dollars a month is phase two. We are slowly going to reach phase. It's so tempting to jump into some advanced programs. I can tell you right now, if you wanted to get into Amazon advanced selling, I know a program that can make a lot of money, but it requires you to have a huge amount of available capital because you're constantly buying and reselling products and you have to use your credit cards to bridge in between the two. Someone buys something from you, then you have to buy the product somewhere else and then drop ship it to them. But in between, you have to wait two weeks, three weeks, or a month for Amazon to pay you. So even though the money's coming your way, it's not actually in your account. As you make money and get to higher and higher levels, I can teach you more advanced business models that require larger amounts of money, but they have huge amounts of profit potential at the end. So this is not the end of the program for you. I want you to know I will begin to teach you more and more advanced things as you move up through the pyramid of my business. We are in an alliance. As long as you listen to my episodes, as long as you give me value, and as long as you let me help you, you can open revenue streams, generate a business, become a best-selling author, take care of your kids, secure your future, and leave the job you hate behind. As soon as you make the decision to never sell pieces of your future ever again. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Serve No Master. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss another episode. We'll be back tomorrow with more tips and tactics on how to escape that rat race. 
Head over to servenomaster.com forward slash podcasts now for your chance to win a free copy of Jonathan's bestseller, Serve No Master. All you have to do is leave a five-star review of this podcast. See you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Serve No Master podcast. Head over to servenomaster.com backslash podcasts right now to find out how you can win a free copy of my brand new book.